Welcome back to the Food Trainers Podcast. I'm going to start with a little confession. I'm definitely a travel addict, if ever there was one. (laughs) And I also love talking about where travel and wellness intersect. So recently, a listener asked, I was looking, do you have a travel episode? And I thought in my head, of course we have a travel podcast. I was like, definitely, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like it's probably the top top 10 initial episodes, but But we don't. And a lot of clients are headed away or or are already away for the President's Weekend and now President's Week. So I thought, what better time? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's do it. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to break down all the ways, you know, travel can be a challenge to your eating and also really a challenge to your body and provide solutions for all your potential woes. Uh, we'll, we'll also explain how we plan nutrition for trips for our food trainers clients with a fun exercise. Uh, <laughs> Kayleen will be our guinea pig. Oh, yeah. And finally, we'll answer a travel-related Q&A listener question. So just a little side note. I read on someone's Instagram bio last night, uh, they had been to 45 countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, 45 countries, that's interesting. How many have <laughs> I been to? I got a little competitive. Uh, so I took one of those there's like the quizzes that like prompt you with yeah. all the, the list of countries because it's sometimes hard to remember. Mm-hmm. And so I did it and it was 34. Oh, wow. Which I thought was like decent. That is I went on semester impressive. at sea, so that knocked off. Oh like, my gosh, yeah. yeah. How like many did duck. you do? I don't know. I think it was like 10, but in, yeah. you know, in one semester. But it said, you know, you're, you score better than 60% of the quiz takers, which is biased because not everyone's going to take a country quiz. True. But then I'm like, that's not a good score. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 60%, more than 60%? That oh, sounds good to me. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm a little more competitive. <laughs> you than are. That. So I have work to do. I have two more countries in the next six months, but I'm definitely coming off a dry spell. So I have to correct that. But I think that the number, like this, we were just talking about this, the number of states you've been to and the number of countries, depending on if you're more domestic or international are kind mm-hmm. of a fun thing. Yeah. A client yesterday said her, clearly I talk about this a lot, her <laughs> husband had done, like was like a couple states short. Oh, so, yeah. Anyway, so I think as I was, we were thinking about this episode, travel eating, a lot like holiday eating and our holiday episode has evolved for many people. I think it's no longer like off to the races, yeah. like such a major departure of leaving the rules at home. You know, you're away, you can do whatever you want, especially if you're traveling fairly often mm-hmm. or regular regularly. And it, I think it's just so much easier anywhere to keep it healthy. You know, there's green juice everywhere. True. I'm gluten-free. It's, it's, you know, sort of really easy, you know, sort of basically everywhere at this point. Um, so the first thing we want to discuss is something that we have called our food first aid kits. I joked in the travel chapter, um, check it out if you have Little Book of Thin, there's a trimming your travel chapter that for like the first years of my kid's life, I had like in the diaper bag, the, uh, like a food, like a mm-hmm. um, regular aid first aid kit. <laughs> and snacks. I like love, like, not that I loved when they got hurt, but I loved when I had like the right Band-Aid or the oh, Tylenol yeah. or whatever was needed. I just felt so prepared. So we had created a while ago, um, a food first aid kit as sort of a zip a zipper bag. We also love uh, stasher bags, which mm-hmm. are reusable and washable to put your snacks in and your secret weapons in, which we're going to get into the specifics of in a little bit. And it's the kind of thing that you can just keep ready, especially if your snacks aren't perishable. Mm -hmm. Um, I always pack my Vermont 
jerky sticks. <laughs> um, I, I think every time Kayleen enters the, the office, I'm, I'm, I'm eating jerky. <laughs> it's so funny. I also love Brain Octane, which is our, they have little single packs of MCT oil, which mm-hmm. is great as we'll get into, I put it in my coffee. Um, nice to have that ritual away, but also good for vacation constipation. Olives, nuts, I always pack ginger tea in mine. And again, I'm breezing through this because we're going to break it down a little bit more. But I, the, the tea, I don't do as much on flights because of the gross reports of the- oh, I saw that. How the like hot water and, and, and is not super yeah, sanitary. I advise not getting tea or coffee. Yeah, so I don't know if my ginger tea would count to that. <laughs> but the concept, again, is just like, think about like if you're someone who has like tummy troubles or tends to grab the snacks that they provide for you, mm-hmm. like where does your wellness break down when you're away? And then you can always have the right things ready. And we'll break down some of those. So my first, um, and as you know, we like like a dumb name for everything. <laughs> uh, so the first woe are plain puffies. So you can definitely, I do at least, you can really bloat when you travel for a number of reasons. The air pressure changes actually cause the gas inside your stomach to expand. I did not know that. Yeah, I think people like know there's some connection, but don't realize it's actually due yeah. to the pressure. They think it's due to like the gross food. I know like yeah. the compression socks yes. type thing, but yes. I did not know your stomach as well. I actually, I, I don't put them in my food first aid kit next to my snacks, but I always have in my carry-on compression mm-hmm. socks. I started that um, a couple of years ago. I think the brand that I like is Wanderlust. I mean, there's so many yeah. on Amazon. They do like short ones and tall ones, but then there's compression like you could go crazy compression tights. Yeah, like the leggings. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really helps with your circulation and, and preventing the puffies. So what happens is the pressure around you decreases. The gas in your belly isn't, isn't you know, sort of constrained as much and it expands. It can make you feel extremely distended. So, you know, take matters into your own hands before, you, before that happens. Compression socks, as we said. Actually, food's high in potassium help counter sodium, which can exacerbate bloat. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of a travel avocado. <laughs> it's not perishable. Um, I've used all sorts of things in, in a pinch to cut them open, but very high in potassium, fiber, good fat. It's actually, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the things that you need when you travel are, are you know, handy dandelion bitters. Of course. Um, the ginger tea that I just mentioned. But the other thing is, and this might be like a little bit TMI, but whenever you can, like think about going like a couple of days, you know, sort of get your, um, you know, sort of game in order so that you, the less stool you have in, you know, sort of that the stool produces bacteria, which can produce gas. So sort of going Mm. before you go is, is another little tip. And I would also say skip carbonated water if you tend to be very bloated, um, even though we're fine with carbonated water typically and avoid gum, Mm. which many people use for like ears, exactly. Ear yeah, um, when your ears get clogged, exactly. But it both the sweeteners and that when you chew, you inhale. Yeah, it's actually one of the like breakups we suggested in in Little Book Book of Thin. Better to avoid that if if again you know sort of bloat and gas is your mm-hmm. is something that you um, worry about. So plain after plain puffies, there's jet lag, you know, <laughs> which I think is everybody thinks about. So there's I don't know if you've come across this, but there's this whole it started, I want to say like it started in the military, um, but I read about it all the time when I sort of update our jet lag research. And it's like, 
days before you go away, start eating in your new time zone. Oh. Yeah. I feel like, so I know kid, parents do that with kids. Oh, like really? For, to help their sleeping too. Okay. So then your parents really <laughs> never did that. I think it's a new thing. I've I just, just think like, I mean, that's like, that's like too complicated yeah. for me. Like I can't, I can barely pack. <laughs> um, so that's a thing you can look it up, but we're really going to focus on the things we actually do and suggest that clients do. One of the things that helps with jet lag is vitamin D, both mm-hmm. before you travel and also when you get to your destination. Um, vitamin D is a precursor to melatonin. So it really helps get your, if you do vitamin D, both you know when you're home and also um, early morning uh, in your new time zone, that'll help you adjust as does getting yeah. daylight. Green tea, actually helpful in the morning, helps with jet lag. We like our sweet dreams, which has passion flower and valerian at night. I'm not such an advocate of melatonin as a supplement to take day in and day out for sleep. Um, Just based on the research, I don't think it should be an everyday supplement, but small doses like, you know, uh, half a milligram, uh, Mm -hmm. which is less than than some of the doses I've seen can help. When traveling. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, um, my pediatrician even suggested it for kids. So in the short run, just until you adjust, not forever and ever. (laughs) Another interesting one, if we're talking foods for jet lag and... Again, I, I think that I try to tease out the ones that actually have more um, research behind them are goji berries, <laughs> which are the little red berries. They're in a lot of trail mixes. Do chocolate um, covered goji berries count? <laughs> um, sure, maybe not right before bed, but you get then you get magnesium and melatonin. Yeah. Those are there's a himal. Melania, there's a brand that makes really good ones that Kayleen's talking about. A note, do not take goji berries if you're on blood thinners. They actually interact with a couple of um, medications. So check that out if you're, especially if you're on multiple um, um, medications. Uh, But goji berries also can enhance the effectiveness of of flu vaccines. So they kind of check off the jet lag and immunity boxes, Mm -hmm. which we'll get to in a little bit. And the other thing is that goji berries, just an aside, I don't know if we mentioned them in our um, dude episode, but um, they're very good for men's fertility. So guys, if you're traveling, (laughs) you can like literally help your jet lag, your immunity, um, you know, and get your swimmers in in like better order. Fine for women to have have goji berries, by the way. And the another thing that I've been experimenting with, it's sort of come out of biohacking is fasting a little bit more when you fly. Mm -hmm. I've always been somebody who thought that, you know, sort of airport eating was better than airplane eating, uh, but it really does give you a little immune boost and also helps with jet lag if you um, if you can fast during your flight. Hydration is a big one, I think, for almost every yeah. tip or area we're going to mention. So the air on an airplane is lower humidity and the um, dehydration is going to make your jet lag worse. So you really want to bring your water bottle, fill a big water bottle mm-hmm. before you get on the plane. Even if you have to, honestly, like a plastic water bottle, they're going to give you a plastic or worse styrofoam cup. So I always feel like, you know, if you, if you don't have it or don't see one of those filling stations, it's better just to get the big giant smart water or two, depending on your flight. So that's jet lag. And, and again, you could keep your vitamin D. I actually keep all my vitamins in my carry on just because I'm panicked if I check luggage not to have them. (laughs) But I think, and it's also something that just makes me feel on track when I go away. Delays. I think delays mm-hmm. can mess people up. They have it all perfectly planned out, and then they're <laughs> like, "Oh, now I'm, you know, now what do I do? Um, do I drink?" Kaylee exactly. and I were just talking about that. <laughs> do do I, you know, sort of eat an extra meal or an extra couple of snacks? We love our nutcase. It's 
sort of just a reusable box to put nuts in. And I think it just gives you a portion. Mm-hmm. Some of those like trail mixes at um, airports are you giant. You can eat the whole bag. Yeah. yeah. And many people do. <laughs> um, of course, you want to have your chargers. Water we touched on, again, like just make sure that if you planned out your water and had a certain amount or number of bottles that you're drinking during your delay. Mm-hmm. But I think this is like in general for delays and also just, you know, there's a reason. I think actually um, Anthony Bourdain had said this, like, why do they feed us every hour? You know, why do they bring that, like the snacks (laughs) around? Like it's been like 45 minutes, we're okay. (laughs) Um, But a lot of the time people overeat on airplanes and in airports, you know, out of boredom. Mm -hmm. I think it just, you know, they're just using it to pass the time. So you want to, you want to think about that. You really shouldn't need to eat you know, even a, even a snack should hold you for two hours. You can kind of say like, okay, I've had almonds. Now I can wait, right. you know, a couple of hours. Kayleen did a little research into fear of flying, which we, yeah. for some reason, have been hearing more of. I know. It's funny that like we don't have it. Mm. I have so many flavors of anxiety, but that's right. not one of them. Um, yeah, neither of us. <laughs> but a lot was coming up about CBD, mm. which people have been using for anxiety. I know some people take medications. Right. But no judgment. But yeah, if, if you need that, then that makes sense. But I know that can also add to your jet lag or that can add to your It's so interesting. I sleep. haven't heard CBD for the, you know, for, but it makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. And you can take it through security. Some people I feel like don't know that. But right. yeah, it, there's nothing psychoactive, which mm-hmm. again, for better or for worse, <laughs> um, the CBD gummies are really fun. I yeah. travel with those. And um, we also love our wildflower tincture. Yeah, those are easy to take with you and kind of help calm your nerves. What else came up for? Um, to skip caffeine came up a lot, which... <laughs> we have giant coffees. I, yeah. I have a matcha. Kayleen has a coffee. I can't skip caffeine. Even if I have like one of those like really early flights right. and I'm like, oh, I'll sleep when I get on the plane. I'm still going to have coffee before. Yeah. I, ju- I feel like we, we can't, like we don't really recommend what we don't mm-hmm. do. I mean, I'm somebody who can never have caffeine, you know, sort of in the afternoon or evening. But yeah. Like, even like the nasty airplane coffee, like bring it. Exactly. <laughs> like in the so morning. that was recommended. Yeah. We obviously don't do it, but that was recommended. Um, skipping alcohol, we already mentioned. We sometimes don't do that. Yeah. I think again, like you definitely don't want to, I think for all these tips, hydration, immunity, like mm-hmm. caffeine and booze it up. Like you're never, we don't recommend that in general. Yeah. But Kayleen <laughs> was saying before we started recording, like what about like you and alcohol and flying? And I'm like, I'm not like, a boozer, but like, and we'll get to this airports in a little bit. I really think it's because of what my parents did, but like <laughs> I have like before an evening flight, I mm-hmm. have like salad with salmon or so, we'll, we'll get to the specifics and I like have the martini. Yeah. Like I do. Um, I don't have to, but um, that's, it is a little bit, it kind of makes me feel like the, the fun is starting. Mm-hmm. Then one other thing though that we could recommend is meditation. Mm. We saw that Headspace has like a fear of flying meditation, which could be helpful. And and quick ones, like for before takeoff. And they said a lot of stuff that I read said it was good to have a distraction. Yeah. So if you have some CBD and then like you're sitting there, put your headphones on and kind of focus on something else. Don't focus on the flight or the takeoff. Yeah. And I love, you know, it's kind of echoes what we say for a lot of things, which is kind of having a system in place. Mm -hmm. I just think that's so reassuring. Again, if you are are somebody who takes a medication, we're not saying not to do that, but to kind of like Kayleen said, I'm packing my headphones, I'm loading, downloading the right meditation mm-hmm. or music I know or works podcast, for people. Yeah. Um, and that you sort of have ways to counter it, which is really stress relieving for any any ailment. 
So those are that, that was helpful. Another reason to take CBD. <laughs> I will say the one thing, because I know people take sleep meds sometimes for long flights, mm-hmm. and you might not object to this, but CBD can sometimes exacerbate the, it kind of has a synergy with sleep meds. So if you are going to take both CBD and a sleep med, mm-hmm. try that at home first so that you get up See in the, the morning. Effects, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but it, it, but if, certainly a good substitute if mm-hmm. you're looking to get off of them. Um, maybe even with the with the sweet dreams drugs. Yeah. So I had a client in yesterday about to get on an international flight, panicked mm. due to Corona. Yeah. And absolutely, you know, wanting to do anything and everything in terms of her immunity. Mm-hmm. So some trips for some tips for germaphobes, and also should be germaphobes, <laughs> which we all should be. Um, I'm just going to gross you out for a minute. A study referenced in the 2000, and I think it was 2011, Wall Street Journal article found that you have a 20% higher chance of catching a cold on a plane, and a hundred times more according to the Journal of Environmental mm. Health Research. So a hundred times more sounds horrible. Um, and everyone, a lot of people will remember there was that flight. Uh, it was a domestic flight and there were so many um, people with norovirus, which you can get on a flight that they had to make an emergency landing oh into the flight. Um, so that's a little bit horrifying. So, and the other thing is the flu virus can live on hard surfaces um, for up to 24 hours. Ugh. So if you're just thinking about like airplane bathrooms and things like that. Okay, solutions. (laughs) Sorry, Kayleen's face is like horrified. Oil of oregano is really the best food-based antibiotic and antiviral. Um, I would start oil of oregano if it's not in your regular routine. And a lot of people don't do it every day. A probiotic, a good one if you're not taking it. We like 30 billion or more. Check out Shop Food Trainer's. And NAC, which is our, um, we call it our everything pills, but NAC is a really powerful antioxidant um, for your immune system and sort of a lot of um, really effective against like respiratory issues and ailments. Um, So start those two days before. My panicked client um, actually said, she's like, I heard I should put Neosporin in my (laughs) nose, which I hadn't heard of. Um, But actually the, the low humidity, which we referenced earlier on a flight, can decrease your natural mm-hmm. defense system in your sort of in your the you know sort of muc natural mucus we're talking about everything today <laughs> um, in your nose and throat can dry up. I love the for throat. I I travel with the propolis spray. Yes, I love that too. Um, but a nasal spray that's not medicated could also um, you know work for the mm-hmm. same purpose. Please, please, like don't like don't be like afraid that you're like a freak. Nothing's freaky in this like face mask era. Um, like wipe down everything. Yeah. And like, don't use the like little pocket for magazines or your tray table if you don't have to. We like uh, the clean well. And also there's these like, they're actually like soap and water wipes, Hansi's wipes. Mm-hmm. Dr. Bonner's makes a, a spray that's good. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care. Buy the like icky, like, you know, sort of Lysol, Lysol wipes, wipes or whatever yeah. in the airport. Like it's, it's, it's honestly worth it's it. It's important even now. Window seats, interestingly, are um, less, you're less, you're exposed to germs less than an aisle seat or a window seat. That makes sense. Is that because people are passing yeah, by? In the aisle. Yeah. Um, so again, I'm not always like for claustrophobic purposes, a window seat person, but now I might be. Oh, I am. Are I you? a window seat. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, I, I pee too much, so, but um, <laughs> I guess if I'm with my family, it's mm-hmm. fine. And again, we said dehydration weakens your immune system. So sip throughout the flight, um, not just, you know, sort of once you get thirsty. And the other thing is I'm not always, I don't think extra vitamin C is necessary 
for everybody all the time, but doesn't hurt during um, cold and flu season. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't hurt when you're traveling. I like those little, we'll post these in the show notes, which you can always find on our website for each episode. And they're the they're little vitamin C packs that you add to water. Do you know yeah. those? Kind of like emergency. Kind of like emergency, like allegedly better absorption. Mm-hmm. I'm like not a chemist, but <laughs> um, I buy into it. Forget, I'm, I'm blanking on the brand. It's a white and orange You pack. had it in the other office. Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> post a picture of it. And okay, so moving on from, you know, sort of germs to constipation. Oh, um, classic. We, yeah, <laughs> vacation <laughs> constipation. Um, so if we haven't mentioned fluids before, definitely if you're somebody, and I'm, you know, I'll confess, I'm somebody who usually gets, you know, sort of messed up in this department when I travel, warm fluids especially, Um, Mm -hmm. Again, maybe not on the plane if you're grossed out about the warm (laughs) fluid. Um, But definitely you want to have remedies in that food first aid kit and act before you get backed up, which was a big issue with GI function. Probiotic, Mm -hmm. the brain octane I mentioned, or MCT oil. We love um, sort of, you know, much better than your typical laxatives, our number two pills, um, which is actually a, a form of magnesium that we use just for the purpose of going. But also um, magnesium citrate, which yeah. are our chill pills, are also very helpful. But again, get these on board before you go away. And also anything for your bowels, like don't just like pop a couple number two pills before your flight <laughs> if you've never used them before. <laughs> Not a fan of fiber supplements. I think the combination of extra fiber and a little dehydration from travel can make you mm. feel worse, not better. Yeah. So it's not my favorite, like I'm, we, we're pro-fiber, but not necessarily for travel and in supplement form. And a big thing with people, I know I have a bunch of clients like this, people like don't like to use weird bathrooms. Yeah. Um, And I get it, but like that's going to lead to you getting backed up. So (laughs) again, like sterilize what you need to, like, Mm -hmm. like, you know, get good at spotting, but like you have to, you want to, you know, sort of act on that urge. Yeah, that's not the healthiest. <laughs> no, it's not not good. Um, I, oh, I'll, another, this is just like turned into like the gross episode. Um, this was from the New York Times. Um, and a, a GI doctor said that some people suffer from bathroom anxiety. Mm, another are, flavor. What? Another, <laughs> another flavor. kind of anxiety. Yes, listen to our anxiety episode. We didn't list bathroom anxiety. Maybe we need to add it in. Um, and are uncomfortable using bathrooms or public restrooms. Um, so they put off having a bowel movement. Once you withhold, it sits in the rectum and dries oh out. Gosh. I'm like a two-year-old. Um, why is that funny? <laughs> um, sitting there almost like a plug. Oh, gosh. Um, and this, this doctor was Dr. Gerland. Um, and he said that, you know, this exacerbates constipation. Mm-hmm. So again, just go when you need to go. And if it's really uncomfortable, I think that people think of like Montezuma's revenge and having diarrhea, but being backed up is, is you know. Also not, bad. Is not, it's not good either. <laughs> um, movement. So both on the plane, getting up and, and walking around for both bloat and bowels, and also like depending on where you are, a beach walk, an airport walk, mm-hmm. get those steps in. So those are sort of the you know sort of ailments. Uh, one thing that we do with clients and is something that we call um, a travel glad lib. Maybe we can post one in the show, like a blank one in the show notes. We'll see. Or mm-hmm. Maybe if you subscribe and email us, Lauren or Kayleen at foodtrainers.com, we'll send you one. (laughs) But, um, oh, and just on the show notes, I know I mentioned it. We we get a lot of emails, like I was listening on the treadmill or I couldn't take notes. Um, If you go to foodtrainers.com and click on podcast, there Mm -hmm. are links and sort of info and a summary from each episode, um, which is is helpful and um, 
and sort of a good resource if you need it. Um, it's also then you're right there. Then you can click on the shop tab, right? <laughs> and stock up. <laughs> and browse. Um, okay. So getting to this, this is on page 132 of Little Book of Thin. And it's um, a travel glad lib. I'm just going to read a little bit. If you travel more than a couple of times a year and need help with travel eating, try a little Mad Libs-like exercise I call Glad Libs before hitting the road. Filling in the blanks makes a potentially loosey-goosey trip feel orderly. <laughs> um, so we're going to... I didn't I didn't prep Kayleen. So we're going to treat her just like a client. And, huh? and again, this is something that really helps you frame your trip so that you can keep it healthy while away. So this first one is, I will do blank whole foods days before and after my trip to counteract vacation eating. So mm-hmm. pretend you're about to go away for President's Week. You have a trip coming up. Where am I going? California? Yes, you're a Napa <laughs> trip, yeah. right? So a Whole Foods Day, which I love, is a day where you do nothing in a package. So it's a great thing before you're going away and maybe traveling with like more bars and yeah. snacks and things. Um, so Kayleen, will you do one or two before you go away? I would do two. Ooh, two before, maybe one or two after. Probably one. I love coming back from traveling and like eating like real Getting the back food into again. it? Yeah. Okay, so you might do two before and two after. I would do two, two before after. and two after. Ooh, la la. <laughs> um, what would you say your biggest challenge is? So my biggest challenge when I go away is blank without a doubt. I would say a little bit of drinking yeah. and I don't really, a, little bit, a little bit of drinking and I don't exercise when I like, oh. I don't prioritize that. Okay. We're, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. Do you check a bag? Uh, I mean, it depends okay. where I'm going. Some people are like, I don't have room for sneakers. I'm like, right. Yeah. <laughs> I always, I usually wear sneakers on yeah. the plane. I'm a casual plane person. Yeah. Me too. Comfort is everything. Um, I'm not a slob. Just, just come. Some <laughs> yeah, people are like cute, truly ready for bed. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm not in PJs. <laughs> yeah. So for some people, it's work meals, booze, as uh, Kayleen mentioned. The mini bar is a biggie mm-hmm. for people. Um, so BYO snacks, um, sleep, airport food. So those mm-hmm. are com- some things to think about depending on um, what tends to get to you. Okay, here we go. I will hold myself to blank boozy drinks per week, no matter how many my friends and colleagues have. Oh Are you going gosh. for, is this a bachelorette? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So you're supposed to insert seven or less. Seven or less. Well, we're not going for a full week. Okay. So, that, <laughs> so how many days is it? Um, I guess it's five days. Okay. So be and you're in Napa. We're be in Napa. Okay, we're gonna skip this question because <laughs> we have an area called Flex that, that this might okay. fall into. Um, but in general. Um, you want to limit when you're not in Napa for a bachelorette, <laughs> um, your day drinking. It really sort of can really mess you that up. That makes sense, yeah. And just kind of put a rough number on it. Um, unless again, that's your that's the one thing you mm-hmm. really feel you want like flexibility. Like per day or per trip? It Either depends. or. Yeah. yeah. I tend to budget per trip, but because mm-hmm. people are counting it, but per night, you know, yeah. I think like you don't want to be like you don't want to be having four drinks every night. Yeah. Kayleen's a lot younger than I am. I don't <laughs> want to be having four drinks per night or, you know, the trip would end. Okay, here we go. So we're going to change your, you know, sort of relationship with travel exercise. I'll commit okay. to blank minutes of exercise per week, regardless of hotel gym size or cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Got to give me something. Give me once. Um, yeah. Wait, two 30 minutes, so an hour of exercise. Okay. Yeah. And I honestly usually say for people who are like, get just like who never exercise when yeah. they're away. Like you do do exercise once. Mm-hmm. Like if you just start to like use the workout clothes, I feel like it's, yeah. it starts to. And uh, cardio, a lot of the, again, another thing that I don't always do, but a lot of the biohackers say like, even if I land at midnight, I do like cardio in the first 24 hours that I'm there because <laughs> it helps reset your clock. 
Um, I think just like get even going for a walk in the morning yeah. um, when you get there can help do that. Okay, next. Um, so now there's something called an anchor behavior, which is something that you could stick to regard and that doesn't necessarily, you know, take away from fun mm-hmm. or the fact that you're away from home. So it could be drinking water. It could be having a protein yeah. breakfast. It could be, you know, eating, you know, your veg. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be getting your sleep. What do you, what would make you feel on track? All those are good, but I think water, like okay. definitely like chugging water in the morning, making sure that I'm drinking water and like before bed. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. And what are you going to, you would one? say, we usually say like 80 is grady. Yeah. Okay. I would need to aim for that. Especially like the, especially with the wine tasting. All the wine. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a one for one rule, by the way, which is like one water for every <laughs> for every drink. We'll keep that so in mind. Kayleen's going to definitely be hydrated. <laughs> okay, um, so that's so that's the anchor behavior, and the opposite of that is what we call flex. So I need flexibility when it comes to blank. You kind of already. Am said I going to say alcohol okay. again? <laughs> but I know what when eating too is a big thing. So my if I was going somewhere else, maybe I would focus on like eating more vegetables. Sometimes as your anchor. Those fall okay. to the wayside. Yeah. Okay. So again, like I think, I think on an Napa trip where they have such good produce, you could do yeah. water and veggies mm-hmm. um, and come back feeling better. And this is one, you know, this is we're not about, we're not anti-treat, but you don't want to go away and have dessert every night or, you know, sort of you know, dive into the bread basket. So you're away for how many days? Five. How many treat items? So that's not a carb or a drink. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know what it, we know what a treat yeah. is, people. Yeah. <laughs> Insert a number that's equal or less than the number of whole foods days. So you gave yourself four, you know, sort of clean yeah. days. I would say if I'm going away for five, can I have three? Sure. Treats? We're going to a I'm music festival today. too. Oh. So I think there's going to be like cool food stuff there. I'm going to have to try. What is that? Like funnel cake? No, no, okay. like fancier. It's oh. a Napa thing. Oh, okay. fancy, <laughs> fancy festival food. Um, yeah, again, the purpose of that, kind of fun. I think there is something nice. I actually do it in writing for clients. Have them fill in the, mm-hmm. fill in the Mad Lib. Just frame it. Like, yeah. don't just don't keep it so open-ended. And again, there's things like just saying, you know, I'm not going to start my carbs in the morning. Um, give yourself a couple of rules, not so much that it feels like a buzzkill, but that you feel like you have a plan. Yeah. That's important. Um, I think that makes a big difference. So just some other, you know, travel hacks. Uh, some A concept that I love for travel with clients is delay your play. Same, same goes a little bit for holiday season. Um, but let's say, okay, so let's say today is Monday. I don't know if you're listening on a Monday. Um, but if you're going on a trip that's a week, you do not want to have like your three treats day one. Mm-hmm. Or if you're waking up, have like the croissant and the, you know, pancake yeah. or waffles or something like that. Try, especially for a longer trip, to have one or two days that are resemble more your eating at home than maybe some travel travel days will. It just like lays the groundwork for like a healthier trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, sort of then you have like, I want to say you have it saved up, um, but then it's not like, you know, sort of massive treating yeah. us. The other thing are the efforts. So very easy, like, oh my God, I've, I'm eating so many carbs. I'm, you know, sort of drinking up a storm. I haven't eaten vegetables. I, when I get home, I'm really going to have to pay for this. No. <laughs> the second you get that thought, like even try to do something proactive, drink mm-hmm. some water, have some veggies. If you're, you know, sort of have a couple of days left, try to correct before you get home. Yeah. Um, you'll feel so much better for it. Um, I think travel days in general are the trickiest ones, even more so than like being at your destination for a lot of people. Yeah, because you don't know when you're going to eat or where. Yeah, it's sort of all unknown. Um, Again, a good time for a system. And I will say that, you know, without fail, 
the worst day for our clients. And um, not so much, I will say, this is not one, I have lots of issues. This isn't one of them, <laughs> but the return travel day. Mm-hmm. I think people haven't planned for that. So they don't have like all their goodies maybe that they had in the beginning of the trip. That's true. They're bummed out. Yeah. Like they feel like it's the last hurrah. Um, and you're, you know, sort of tired. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just like the perfect storm for like a Cinnabon. Yeah. That's um, a good thing, actually. I don't, you don't think about packing your snacks for the way back too. No. And I think you're just like more casual and less organized. Mm-hmm. But again, no matter where you are, grab some nuts, grab, you know, sort of a boxed meal from the hotel. Yeah. Um, really give that some thought because it can be a doozy. Another great thing is that a lot of clients organize grocery delivery for mm-hmm. right when they get home. That's a good idea. I do it on like, usually on the way back from the, um, on the in the car on the way home from the airport, mm-hmm. just so that it's like, you know, you have your stuff, <laughs> do your Whole Foods day. And um, I think that, I think that we, you know, sort of covered the basics. What do you think? Yeah, that's good. Um, our Q and eight from this week. Do you want to do that? Sure. <laughs> this one we love a question. Also from Instagram, and it was what to eat at airports. So this is, you know, interesting, and I think that, um, as I said, I think for some clients, even healthy clients, like airports are like a ticket to like eat everything. Yeah. So I think whether you're a nervous flyer or just feel like you're in like vacation mode, Mm -hmm. it can definitely push your buttons. And I think my answer might surprise people because (laughs) I know that some people are really good at um, bringing things. So I... I have like a twofold answer. I think this question was from from Kverb. Um, okay, I, did, I think a bunch of people asked okay. it. <laughs> um, yeah, and we we do love your questions when we when we <laughs> ask for them. So I'm often flying with my family, and I have a bag of snacks and food, my food first aid kit, mm-hmm. my carry on, my vitamins. It's just it's like you know I feel like you know a Sherpa already. But you're um, prepared. Yeah, I'm prepared, but I don't bring like food for the family. We usually mm-hmm. find like the nicest. Sit down restaurants, so not like um, you know my kids would prefer Shake Shack, but <laughs> sit down before a flight. If it's in the morning, I usually get like um, an omelet. The eggs are definitely not organic, mm. um, but they're big with every single vegetable on the menu. Not no hash browns, no no toast, obviously. For you know, I'm gluten free, but um, or if it's later in the day, I might do like a big salad with salmon or or like a salmon entree. Um, I just feel I do it like right before. So it's not, you know, if you eat before you go to the airport, it can be like, you know, four hours Mm -hmm. before you um, actually get there. I used to bring a sandwich on like a paleo or gluten-free bread, but I don't do that anymore. It's, um, you know, just something. And then I've been experimenting with fasting on flights. I feel like it, another Anthony Bourdain, (laughs) um, like, why would you eat that gross stuff when Mm -hmm. you can eat delicious stuff when you land? I just feel like it makes me feel better. I have that like somewhat bigger meal. And then I just usually stick to lots of water Mm -hmm. um, on the flight and then, you know, sort of eat when I get there. It helps you adjust in terms of jet lag. Yeah. Something we're seeing more of and kind of like a fun way to start the trip, if if this sounds fun, <laughs> fun to you. Um, you can also do like you know a lettuce wrapped um, burger if you don't have like time to sit down. Mm-hmm. If you are somebody who doesn't feel good when you fast, Vital Farms or um, you know sort of even from the airport uh, packs of hard boiled eggs. Yeah jerky cut veggies, like watery ones, like mm-hmm. celery or cucumbers. Um, I think, you know, again, it might come as a surprise that like, oh, that's not the healthiest meal you can have, but it just kind of works for me. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's also not the worst meal you could have. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, a, again, a ritual. I do it. I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. 
You know what made me excited last time I flew? I saw Yes Bars at yeah, the airport. Airports have come a long way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's another, you know, it's not just, you don't need to go to, you know, Hudson or State News yeah. and get like the candy bar. <laughs> um, nor you shouldn't. Yeah, our Yes Bars, we've seen a bunch of um, the snack companies that we like, some of the healthy crackers and- Yeah, uh, Siren cr- Snacks, even the um, jerky, the Vermont smoked jerky I've seen. Oh, you've seen that? Yeah. Oh, that I haven't seen. <laughs> um, so yeah, again, like, BYO, if you're in a pinch, you can do pretty well in the airport. I would mm-hmm. say airport over airplane where the options even, I don't, don't tell me what class you, I'm flying business. I'm like, yeah, well, it's still a sodium bomb, even yeah. if it looks prettier. And, um, you know, sort of see what you can do and take from this to make your next trip healthier. And now we have a travel episode. <laughs> yes, finally. Um, so please, if you like this or it was helpful, I know, thank you for emailing us and messaging us with like, you know, I really like this or this was a good tip. Leave it on, you know, sort of your podcast platform. Mm -hmm. You can leave that in your um, comment section. Rate us and definitely subscribe if you're any of, you know, a a healthy travel company listening. Um, We have lots (laughs) of good advice and um, have a good week. Thank you. Thank you.